News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, households are in line for three discounts of €200 Euro or more under electricity bills. Well, that's one of the proposals being considered by the government. No decisions made yet, it should be stressed. Uh, Pauline O'Reilly is a Green Party senator. Uh, she joins us now. Uh, Pauline, do you favour this idea of um, a number of, of uh, discounts or, t- or credits on energy bills? I think we've seen over the last year, since certainly since January, there's been over two billion put into supports for people. And um, one of those measures, as people will remember, is the 200 track, uh, energy credit on people's bills. A lot of the others are more targeted measures, and we would say that both universal, as in that that credit, and the targeted measures are really important, so that we can get to the most vulnerable. But it's quite clear that. Um, because of the war in Russia, uh, Putin's using this as a as a weapon, and um, the energy prices are due to shoot up. So we need both, is what I would say, um, and I would be very hopeful that that's what we will see. And in the Green Party, we have long proposed a windfall tax on the companies themselves who are making the most profits, and at a European level. That's also what we are proposing and looking at doing. Yeah, um, it's, so, it's probably so not going to happen as a windfall part. tax, is it? Like uh, what Europe is proposing. Well, it'll happen, I suppose, in in two kind of ways. And um, I mean, you, you really, when you're talking about windfall tax, it's really at more local levels. If we weren't to have seen something successful at a European level, we may have had to look at something more locally. But the most, um, I suppose, the, the strongest approach that we can take is acting as a collective block in Europe, which is something the UK doesn't okay. have. Um, and so that's, that's, I think, what we're going to see. There was a, a huge amount of progress made on Friday that we would look for companies to pay back money and that we would use that money for people. Okay. And secondly, we'd, we'd use our bargaining power to bring down the cost as well. Are, are, you, are you fearful for what's coming down the tracks this winter in terms of energy price increases? I think our number one priority has to be to protect our people and that's what we're doing. And so I think that it's no surprise that uh, that energy bills are due to shoot up um, and that we have to do and this government will do all that it possibly can to use billions of euro to support people and to protect people through this winter okay. um, and indeed next year. And that's why I think this proposal where it's not just a one-off in you know in, in in November time, but that it's actually we're doing uh, more next year. I think that that's the appropriate approach. Okay, uh, Pauline O'Reilly, uh, Green Party Chair and uh, Senator, just actually stay with us, uh, Pauline, because we're going to stay with this topic. And, uh, we might come back to you if that's okay with you. We're joined by Connor Skeen, a Sunday Independent economist. Uh, uh, Connor, you were writing in the Sunday Independent yesterday. Our electricity crisis is what happens when we allow ourselves to be held hostage by environmental daydreamers. Is Pauline one of those daydreamers? What, what, what are you referring to? Good morning, Shane, and apology to Pauline for the for the enthusiasm of the headline writers in the paper. Um, the article is trying to draw attention to the fact that uh, a lot of people are trying to use the Ukraine war to distract from the fact that our energy issues in Ireland are much deeper, much older, and entirely self-inflicted. And uh, it's drawing attention to the fact that incredibly misguided things like 
forbidding us to use our own uh, off-sea gas reserves by our ridiculous piece of legislation back in 2021 preventing us uh, continuing to explore for those are now starting to come home to roost those problems. Uh, so that's just one part of a series of scandalous problems that have arisen from uh, a blind obsession with thinking that renewables uh, would deal with everything. Renewables only really relate to electricity production. Electricity production is a relatively small part of our overall energy needs. The very fact that the government themselves have admitted that we're going to have to have a future for energy, including electricity, that's going to have to include gas generation for the foreseeable future is an mm. indication of the beginning to roll back on that. Yeah, like I've heard this argument made a, a, a couple of times. I mean, I, I'm always slightly... Argument, po- well, the argument that, yeah, about gas exploration. Like, we we only have discovered, is it in 50 years we've discovered two two significant locations. I mean, it's not like it's out there just waiting to be drilled or, or found or the, discovered. The, there, was a, there was a big amount of, of exploration that was uh, committed to uh, under the last round in 2015 and under both Corrib and under, uh, what do we call it, Kinsale, uh, there are uh, fields there that can be developed by deeper deeper drilling. People in the industry will tell you it's out there, uh, use it, and that's just the ones that we've looked at. And that's the result of the 2000 bid round, which uh, produced billions of euros worth of investment in uh, seismic testing and willing. But all that had to be stopped. Okay, uh, so you think... Uh, and look, I mean, if we did have those sources, and obviously it would take a lot of time to to uh, to bring no, in the, the gas. Will, the, the, the fields are out there, the infrastructure is out there, the yeah. pipe work out there is out there. All of that's done. All it, of that's done. Would it change? It wouldn't change the, the price of gas, though, would it? Well, we currently uh, have enough to supply about a third to a half of our own gas from that. And all we'd have to do is have the rest. We would be self-sufficient like the United States in gas at the moment if we hadn't taken those stupid uh, moves uh, of, of preventing ourselves from having okay. access to our own gas. Pauline O'Reilly, stupid moves? No, I think there's, I think there's a, a, a lack of understanding here between the price and energy security. Um, and as you say, very little has been found and there's been an awful lot of exploration over the years. But really, you know, if you're talking about investment, it is investment in renewables that will be the most self-sufficient. We have 80 gigawatts. That's the potential we have of Ireland. Um, we're most we're one of the countries in the world with the most opportunity, with the biggest opportunity. Yeah, I suppose Connor's point is Connor doesn't disagree with that, but he's saying like the wind doesn't always blow. You can't depend fully on renewables. Well, well, we're not relying fully on renewables at the moment, but actually it's the the kind of storage that we need to be looking at in the future. We, we've we've always said that gas is required up until we get to that point. But the type of storage that we're looking at down the road is a hydrogen type of gas, which would come from renewables. But this Senator, I've been involved in watching the hydrogen economy since I was 23 years of age. It hasn't moved forward one iota, and I'm 65 this year in that time. It is unicorn dreaming to think that hydrogen technology, while it is proven on paper, will ever deliver at scale the type of requirements that we're going to have in the immediate term, the next three to five years. It's fantastic. Nothing is is delivering in the immediate term. If there had been, over the previous 10 years, investment in renewables, which there should have been, then we would have more security. It's the exact same thing as to say that we should now be investing in something that actually is not going to provide the sustainability. Um, Nothing tomorrow is going to create what it is that you're looking for. But if we're looking at where to push the investment, it has to be in renewables. Okay. Because that, that is, that the is, that's the investment in renewables. Future. 
the investment in renewables will, as the host Shane has said, produce nothing when the wind is not blowing. Nothing. Which is exactly the point that I have previously made, which is that there has to be backup. There is enough gas for backup, but there also has to be, um, you know, you do have to have some incremental um, investment Senator, in backup the generation in gas. Sorry, in the world if I, sorry, if I could finish, excuse for me. 100,000 homes for an hour. If, if I could finish what I was saying, we are using gas at the moment, but hydrogen is and has been proven that that is going to be the future. And we have had the commission into us. We've had Airgrid into us, both of whom believe that we can ramp up on hydrogen. And um, we already have three gigawatts now contracted for offshore renewable wind. We have more solar farms opening now than ever before. But you're conflating that with the price and the price is not driven by security. Last word to you, oh. Conor Skeen. Last word to you. The security at the current issues to do with ga- wholesale gas supplies that are being affected by the Ukraine are a distraction that's being cynically used to, just to try and cover up the lack of planning in the real world for energy. Okay, we will have to leave it there. Uh, fascinating uh, discussion. Pauline O'Reilly, Green Party Centre, Conor Skeen, Sunday Independent columnist. Thanks to both of you for joining us. Let us know what you think. Five June six at a cost of thirty cent. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air. Weekday mornings at seven on News Talk.